TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. And the winner of the 2023 Connecticut Sports Writer of the Year, Dom Amore. Gosh, gay. Dom. Dom's the best. Comes up to the podium. Imagine if you had, have you ever had an award where you had to go up and speak, Dom? No, no, never, never done that. Uh, you know, not not in any Hall of Fames or, or anything like that. So just you wait, uh, we'll get you there. Uh, yeah, well, you know, when you when you when when that happens, when you go in Halls of Fame, it means you're getting old. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that's why I, I always get a little nervous when people start throwing the word legend around because you know that means you're <laughs> you're on your way out basically. You've been, but, yeah, I called. But Jerry. It, it's a, you know this award. You know it's a small state, but we have a lot of very talented writers and broadcasters here. So to be even mentioned that considered for something like this once is an honor, uh, and particularly with some of the giants of the industry, you know, boyhood heroes of mine who've won it in the past. So I'm very, very honored to, uh, to, to receive this. Yeah, it's great. And again, Don Memorial, I think for the seventh time, Connecticut sports writer of the year for last year. And, you know, part of the thing is, is that, and especially now, Dom, don't you think like you're being thrown in more varied spots because of the slim down operations of newspapers? Well, you know, yes, but also because I'm now the columnist. So, you know, I should be moving around and doing a lot of different things. Uh, so that's, that's not, that's not unusual. You know, it, although what happened this year, we were you know short-staffed for a while, so I had to be both the columnist and the and the women's beat writer, Lori Riley, and I sharing it for a few months until we got Emily Adams in place. Who, uh, by the way, if you don't follow her, she's going to be a rock star uh, for us uh, covering women's basketball, WNBA and UConn. But uh, you know, yeah, we're, we're a little short-staffed. I have to do a, a few more things, maybe that a, a columnist wouldn't have to do. But as a columnist, I should be a guy that 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 moves around a lot, and that's uh, and that's I've been fortunate enough this year to cover world class soccer at uh, Rentschler and uh, world class golf at the Travelers, as well as uh, you know obviously national champions in, in men's basketball and contenders in women's basketball. So it's an opportunity where I have a chance to do a lot of uh, a lot of cool things. You know, just a real process question before we get to some actual sports. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't know what the order of operations is in a sports department now that it's a little bit, you know, thinned out somewhat. Do you sit down a couple weeks out? Do you propose what you want to do for the week and then somebody comes back and gives you feedback? Like, how do you organize the week uh, or two usually, ahead? Well, you know, it's a little bit different. And again, we don't have the structure that we once had or the number of people that we once had. Um, you know, so we have obviously two major beat writers. So, you know, we know what they're, what Joe Aruda and, yeah. and uh, now Emily are going to do because they're just going to go where their teams go. And I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll propose, you know, Lori uh, is kind of decide, you know, makes her suggestions and, you know, rarely does anyone say not to do something that she wants to do. So she's able to, to find, she finds great stories uh, that, 
in, in people aren't looking for. So she she kind of makes her suggestions, and then you know, as the columnist, I, I decide where where I might want to go and do something uh, away from UConn, or where I feel like we might need a second person, uh, you know, to write a column on UConn. So for instance, tonight UConn Creighton at at home, I think that warrants my being there. So I'm I'm going to go. I think. You know, we're debating whether um, money, you know, money is the problem. Do we want to, do we want to send two people to South Carolina with the women? So those are decisions we make right. a week or so or two right. out in advance, and that's. Uh, and you know, people, it's, it's not it's not as structured as, as it used to be when we had twenty three writers and right. six or seven editors to right. plan things. So in some ways, it's a little more freedom for you. But I'm yeah. and another thing, so you'll go into tonight because people are fascinated by this, and I'm sure you get this when you talk to schools. You go into tonight with a, a blank slate. And you sort of right. talk to people, get a feel for the game or whatever, and based on what you see and hear and feel, you then decide what you're going to write on. Yeah, basically. You know, the thing that's different now is our deadlines, because the paper's printed out of state, our deadlines are 6 o'clock. So the, the game is not going to make the paper, uh, tomorrow's paper. So anything I write has got to be able to it, – it's got to work on the website tomorrow, but it's also got to be, be still be relevant for the print edition on Friday. So that's that's what makes you know doing night games a little bit tricky, trickier to try to find. So I try to find an angle. Sometimes I have an idea of something I want to do going in. You know, for instance, I'm kind of interested in the in the uh, the the rapport between Paige Beckers and the student section. So I may I go into the the next UConn game at Gamble women's game with that in mind and maybe try to pursue that. Uh, but tonight will be a blank slate. You know, does Klingon play or not? If he plays, how much? Uh, does UConn, uh, how does UConn respond to being number one? You know, I've got to look for for a topic that uh, is is going to be relevant on Friday because people aren't going to people who are print customers won't see it till Friday. Interesting. And so there's no two versions type thing. It, it's pretty fascinating stuff. We're talking about Dom Amore from the Hartford Current, of course, just named Sports Writer of the Year here in Connecticut. I, I want to make sure I, I want to ask about uh, UConn basketball specific, but I I do know you you caught up with Adama Sonogo. Is that right? You got a chance? Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. So I know he got a contract, but yet he hasn't been with the big club. They're not doing well. How is he doing? Well, he's, he's uh, it's, it's a two-way contract, which means he's somebody who can kind of, he's kind of an extension of the the Bulls bench, uh, but, you know, to get playing time, he's at Wendy City. So he, he goes back and forth. Uh, and that's one reason for those contracts is one reason why a lot of teams now have their G League team very close by, if not right in the market. So, you know, the, the, the Chicago Bulls, their, their G League team is, is also in Chicago. So, it's easy for him to kind of move back and forth. So there have been nights where he's been he's he's put on the NBA uniform. He's been on the bench. Yeah, yeah. in fact, he had he broke in, in in Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago, and he had I think he had nine points and eight or eight points and six rebounds in nine minutes. So he's you know when they have an injury or they have an, a, a short term need, he can go up. But uh, for the most of the time, he's at Windy City playing, and he looks great at the G League level i mean he just dominated uh the game i saw against the westchester knicks it looks like he's in better shape than he was in that he's gotten in even better shape i should say he's really slimmed down and really looks like a like a monster out there huh. so that's great uh, he's i i think he he's a guy dan hurley was right on the money there a lot of, a lot of scouts and, and gms may have missed the boat on him but 
I think he's going to be a productive NBA player. That's great. He seems like a really great kid. Uh, you know, yeah. also the quick question about the UConn athletic budget. Uh, revenues mm-hmm. were slightly up and the, the deficit's down. Is this all just Kevin Ollie's money coming off the books or are things actually looking better? Well, that's a big chunk of it, Kevin Ollie's money coming off the books. Also, uh, they got a little bit of the bump of winning the championship last year, but not as much of it as they say they're going to feel next year. But also they've raised ticket prices significantly. You know, if you're going to balance a budget or, or reduce a deficit, money's got to come in from somewhere, and that's where they could bring it in, which is by raising ticket prices, which they've been able to do because their teams have been successful, couldn't do it in the American Conference when they were you know under 500. So that's allowed them to, to raise some ticket prices. So that, so that issue is, is – I mean, they're, they're, not, they're going to spend more than they take in. That's inevitable. Yeah. But – uh, they, they can do better than, than a $50 million uh, deficit, and they have. And essentially, they, they were told to reduce it by 25%, and he did. Yeah. Now they have to try, to try to continue to reduce it, although it'll be in much lower increments, I would think. Don Memorial, the Hartford Cone, we only have about 30 seconds. Central well, Connecticut basketball, uh, it's probably not a tournament team this year, but are they really trending in the right direction? They haven't made the tournament since 07. Well, I think they can win that league. I mean, they have a veteran team, and I think in that league, uh, having a veteran team is is is, is a very very important. Sacred Heart is really really good, but they've they've picked up a loss. Uh, so I, I think Central is good enough to to compete. But you know, you can win that league during the regular season, and and then and then uh, not do well in the tournament. So that's right. they're going to have to be ready to play their best basketball in a four game stretch at the end of the, the regular season or three game stretch. Well, have fun tonight. And, right. of course, congratulations, and thanks for hopping on on short notice. Hey, you got it, Brian, anytime. All right, the great Don Amore. Not, not a legend yet. We're not going to call him a legend yet. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 